What's up, wrestling fans? This is episode 31 of the Basement Bookers podcast. Uh, this is Rich. That's Jerry. Hello, everyone. Out yeah. there in the universe. Alright. Yeah. Got some fucking news and shit. Um, I'm not used to just jumping in like that, but whatever. So, uh, starting with injuries, we got one and a half, kind of. Gail Kim apparently su- uh, suffera- uh, suffered... Sufferated. Sufferated. Suffered a separated shoulder. You try saying that. They uh, should use you to report injuries. The special report on, like, WWE Network. No, because they have Scott Stanford, and he's fucking awesome. I don't know. You make it seem more urgent. That look, that sounded like it really hurt. Surgerated or whatever. Suffered. Suffered. She's suffering! <laughs> Somebody help her! My gosh, she's got a family. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, uh, it was at well, Wednesday's Impact, which was live, although this was announced on TNA website, on and says she's out of action, quote, indefinitely, so I'm not sure how much truth there is to it, but whatever. How long is long enough for sufferating? Um, six months or so, probably. Mm. <laughs> that's actually the one, that's less than one, technically, but uh, the half is, um... Jesse Sorensen, if you remember, he was the guy in TNA that got, uh, that broke his neck in a match. I'll talk about the injury in a minute. He says that it has nothing to do with injuries, that it's a personal choice, but I don't believe him, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Because, um, in the match, Sorensen was on the outside, on the floor, and Zima Iron had, uh, his opponent, had jumped onto the middle turnbuckle and done a moonsault. Now, I watched this a few times today, so it's fresh in my brain, even though I didn't take my Ginkgo Biloba today. I think Sorensen was out of position. And his arms went up weird. Like, it didn't look like, look like he was protecting himself well. What had happened was uh, Zima Ion's legs, like uh, below the knee, landed on Sorensen's head. Because, like... Zimaya was basically parallel to the ground when his legs hit uh, Sorensen in the neck, in the head, or whatever. So, that is what caused the broken neck. Yeah, he was in the wrong position. He says it has nothing to do with injuries, it's a personal choice. I call bullshit. I think he realized that he was in the wrong place, and being, just being in the wrong place at the wrong time, literally. Uh, if an injury like that can happen, he doesn't want it to happen again, and he knows it was his fault, so... Good idea. Yeah. Better safe than sorry, I guess. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want Zima Ion to get a bad rap because when he came out, he like he was uh, not that he was working stiff, but his angle was that he was seriously hurting guys. Oh, he was basically putting them out. I don't remember exactly what his finisher was, but it was pretty sick. It was, I remember it being um, pretty devastating. He's a good wrestler. Terrible name, but I don't get it. What's that mean? Zima Ion. I don't know. It sounds like a beverage. Yeah, it was, like a well, Zima flavor. But that was the IMA. Z-E-M-A. I don't so think it does food. sound like it. It's a non-alcoholic fucking drink, so... That's the worst drink of all. That's right. Was he a heel? Oh, yeah. It was great. But he, he's got, like, this uh, Super Saiyan kind of hair. I should say Saiyan, because it's black, not yellow. And he comes out, he's always he's fucking spray uh, spray painting. What the fuck? I should take my Ginkgo Biloba. He's, uh, like, hair put hairspray all over it. And he's he, pantomiming, spraying his head. It's yeah. Funny. 
And, um, yeah, he actually uses the hairspray to spray in his opponent's eyes sometimes. That's fucked up. Not only is it bad for the environment, it's bad for your eyes. There's no CFCs. Oh. You don't know that. They show you a label? They don't He's a heel. How do we know? He's trying to destroy the ozone layer. Call Captain Planet! Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> I hated that he's show. He's so terrible. It's like, he's got the powers of the planet Earth and all the elements. I can just fucking steal a shit-filled diaper and end him with it. Rusev's diaper? A shit-filled diaper. A <laughs> shit-filled Rusev diaper. <laughs> Rusev can beat Captain Planet. Did we talk about Rusev being a baby last week? I don't remember. We did. Okay, good. You're not going to want to see that. You're not. We have another thing that you won't see later on the podcast. You won't unsee it. That's what I meant. Fuck. <laughs> you see? I have to get one in every now and again with the amount of corrections you have on me. Sorry. I don't it, even notice. It's not even a bad thing. I'm just trying to keep up. <laughs> Alright, so Sorensen's out. So that's it for injuries, I guess, thankfully. Two Dwayne notes here. Um, you are, of course, referring to Dwayne, sometimes called The Rock Johnson. Yeah. So, he's going to be in uh, this movie called The Jansen Directive. It's apparently about a former uh, consular ops agent, whatever that means. Uh, maybe consult consulting? The title sounds like Born Identity for some reason. Yeah, I think it's, it's, got some, I think it's written by the same guy. Is it also based on books? Yeah. Well, I think the, the writer of the book was the same guy. Oh, shit. Ludlum, Robert Ludlum. Holy shit. Alrighty, so... Um, the same universe? Probably. Cool. Films about former consular ops agent Paul Jansen goes into business as a private security con consultant after PSC. being that. Um, the agent leaves the covert ops business after a high number of sanctioned killings. He teams with a sharpshooter. Sharpshooter! And only takes assignments that he believes uh, will help people in need. Ugh. Oh, it doesn't sound very boring identity to me. Yeah. Uh, so, Rock confirmed it that he's taking the role, and that Academy Award winning writer Akiva Goldsman will be writing the script. I don't know who the fuck that is. Me neither. Next, Dwayne is also rumored to have a role in the upcoming Paramount Pictures Baywatch movie. And The Rock also confirmed that via Twitter. I hope that's a comedy. It, yeah, Dwayne says it should be funny. Yes, he does great comedy. He's funny. I'll give him that. He is. What was that? He was in uh, Get Shorty? Yes. Very good. He's also pretty good in uh, Pain and Gain. It's not really a comedy, but he is kind of funny in that. So, follow-up to last week's news about the uh, Celebrity Deathpool movie. Hogan's role is going to be small. Uh, Justin, Bieber, Justin Bieber's uh, role of Kit, uh, as the voice of Kit, is said to be, quote, quick but bizarre in a post credit scene. So, if you're a Bieber fan, and you don't see him in the movie, stay afterwards, because they're just stealing that from Marvel. Other than that, Bieber has no involvement with the film. It's going to start filming this week, and being shot with the intentions of being an R-rated film. Alrighty, so the upcoming line of WWE Fitness DVDs, which I didn't know there was going to be a whole line of it, but that's cool. Featuring Triple H and Stephanie will be titled WWE Fit, not to be confused with We Fit. Is that the title? No. Oh. But it should be. Yes. Yeah. Duh. First DVD due out in November. Oh, this is a movie thing. Uh, w Studio is developing an English language adaptation of the French comedy 
I'm saying it the English way. Less rains do rain. That's the English way? Well, that sounds like... Well, it's not the English language. words, but it's the... I'm saying using the English pronunciation because I'm not positive with the French pronunciation, um, and I don't want to call some French person's mother a whore accidentally or whatever. So it looks like that's going to be straight to DVD. It'll be released next month, and this is where you're going to get interested. Feature cameos from The Miz, Eve Torres, and one Philip Brooks. Now, <laughs> why else? Why else would what Philip Brooks, aka CM Punk, have? Appearance. Is that? Did I hear that right? WWE Studios. WWE Studios. Hmm. Well, if that's not a work, I don't know what is. This is a work. It's more evidence, I guess. So Xavier Woods has been referring to his stable with Kofi Kingston and Big E as the smart athletic friends, which is horrible. I hate that. However, it appears each tag team combination of the group will have their own individual names. Woods and Kingston teamed up this weekend, and they were called Speed Force. As far as whether or not they're heels, they seem to be going back and forth. This report says that, um, I think it was Wednesday night's live events, or whatever it was, they worked as faces against Los Matadores, which doesn't make sense, because they're faces. They try shit out at house shows. Yeah. So they, they had worked his heels in the past, but lately they've been working on his faces. So According to Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, we're very familiar with that name, uh, both Hideo Tommy and Finn Balor, a.k.a. Kenta and Prince Devitt, are getting called up before most of the guy, most of the rest of the guys currently in NXT. Hideo Tommy truly wants to be part of the NXT system while he uh, gets used to WWE's in-ring style and improves English. While Bloor, quote, I'm quoting Dave Meltzer here, wasn't brought in to spend two or three years in developmental. I have to have a run there, because that's how they developed their talent, but Meltzer is speculating that Bloor will be brought to Raw, quote, before 90 or 95% of the talent in NXT that's there now will be up. End quote. Just to briefly discuss the guys down in NXT, I think, in my humble opinion, Charlotte's ready, and she's really the first name that comes to mind. Sami Zayn needs more personality. Otherwise, in ring, he's pretty much ready. You know, he's the bunny this week. Adrian Neville, in ring, is ready. I don't know about his mic work, but he's definitely going to have a hard time because of his size. And the fact that his style is not really what WWE looks for. For like, they don't push guys that do his shit. They call it flippy shit. Hmm. Like, they call it flippy shit? Yes. Nice. They, some, as like a source says that that's what they refer to it. He's the guy that does the, that's all he is, is the, the flippy shit. Well, whatever, they fucking, they had Jeff Hardy for that. Uh, they had, well, I mean, Jeff Hardy was probably one of the biggest flippy shit guys. They had Kidman. They had, Kidman really didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah he he finally got his Twitter handle out. I know, it's a big highlight. It's good. Tori Wilson. It's good times. I don't even want to talk I about think that. that's got to be the highlight of his whole life. Yeah. I, it's all just, you know, after that, I guess. Yeah. Ray Mysterio. He got to the top of the mountain. Because of Eddie. But whatever. Yeah. But in the long run, it's the Hulk Hogan's and John Cena's and 
Stone Cold Steve Austin's. And the the lower risk style yeah. makes for long careers. Long careers. They seem tougher, I think. More relatable. So that's that. Also, the Ascension, I think, is ready. I mean, WWE needs more tag teams. They seem to be doing fine with the two that they have. Slater Gator. I didn't even count them. <laughs> Those three. Yeah, Usos, the Dust Brothers. Lately, the way TV is like, it's, there's only three. Like, Matadors, I know, are out there. Rybaxel's broken up, but they're on a break. And they're breaking up. That's all I got to say about NXT. And that's all I got to say about that. Other than this week's NXT was very good. But whatever. That's not news. <clears throat> uh, two things about Global Force Wrestling, which is Jeff Jarrett's promotion. Uh, they're broken up. Just be- oh, well, not not just the, the news items are broken up. Sorry, I confused you there. I I gotta take my football over. Should borrow with me. Obviously, I didn't remember it. Because you didn't take it. Catch right. too. Exactly. Mm, fucked. <laughs> so, <laughs> alright. So, Global Force Wrestling. Jeff Jarrett's new promotion that he's starting up. Probably has a pay-per-view event scheduled with promoters for January 4th, 2015. This says Jan- 2014. What the fuck? Yes, uh, 2015. Uh, it's the same date that New Japan Pro Wrestling has their annual Tokyo Dome event. So, seemingly, Jarrett's GFW has secured a deal to bring the Tokyo Dome show to the U.S. via pay-per-view. Various sources claim that the deal and all the marketing for the pay-per-view should be branded GFW, not New Japan. So this is potentially big. This could mean that their agreement with New Japan is not just, uh, like, let's borrow some of your guys. This could be, let's flat-out co-promote. Like my um, ECW and uh, that other Japanese company, um, FMW, when they had a deal, they just had people come over. They were co-promoting a little, but this could this definitely seems like it'll be a lot bigger. Like WCW NWO style, and they had an NWO sold out. Yeah, yeah. This is cool. WWE is currently working on putting together fantasy camps that would allow fans, <clears throat> us, hopefully. Uh, to experience the WWE Performance Center firsthand, <gasps> right? It's the best news I got all week. <laughs> uh, the company, wow! They sent out a survey to their fan council mailing list over the summer, and it looks like they got a good response. No shit, they got a good response. Who the fuck wouldn't want to go there? Can I go now? I, I want to go now. Let's go. Let's fuck this can, shit. Can we, fi- to, can we finish? All right. Can I finish? Just out of sight. I, I want to go. <laughs> Uh, the payoffs for the first few pay-per-views following WrestleMania with the new formula are in, and according to reports, said to be, quote, really bad. A lot of the guys are speculating that this points to the fact that talents are being paid based on the pay-per-view revenue. I'm seeing nothing extra from all the pay-per-view revenue has been eliminated due to the network. So while WrestleMania's by, uh, uh, paychecks were good, these were not, so... More cuts, I guess. Maybe the big paydays are at Mania. Isn't it always Mania that's like the big payday? And everything mm-hmm. else is just... Pretty much. Yeah, but I mean, this is like a noticeable difference between like this year's... Fucking... What was it recent? Night of Champions. Knock. Not even. What was it before the Backlash? No, it's not Backlash anymore. Oh, oh. You know, it's a, notice, a noticeable pay cut. Payback. Okay. Payback, pay cut. 
okay. They should change the name of the paper with a pay cut. <laughs> uh, speaking of pay cuts, I have cuts and I have pay cuts. WWE used to pay indie wrestling talent brought into work as extras on TV $250 a night. For example, security guards and Adam Rose's Rosebuds. Uh, but now that they are getting paid $100 a night instead for the same work. It's bad all over. Still 100 bucks, and you're on TV? Fucking okay. Exposure. They'll probably let you reference it as a credit. <coughs> mm-hmm. Uh, WWE reportedly released Nick Dinsmore, a.k.a. Eugene. Yeah, from his role as trainer in NXT Developmental. Uh, he was hired by them to return to the company in the training role back in September of last year. And his release was a f- a f- made official today. Friday. We um, wish him well on his future endeavors. They never used him right. Back in OVW, he was known as Mr. Wrestling. And I didn't see any of his stuff, but I heard a lot of his stuff was really good. And they brought him up, and they gave him the Eugene character. Dude, I think unless you guys actually see the shit and not just hear about it... I guess. Like... <laughs> Alright. I'll look some up and... Yeah. I'm not gonna remember, but... Sounds better. Yeah. yeah I just forgot. Uh, WB has also apparently... Hasn't... Uh, hasn't been confirmed by WWE, though. They also released... Matt Martlaro, who was a liaison between the WWE office and their developmental system. So, that's also a potential release. Yeah. So, Total Divas... Uh, regarding reports that uh, Vince McMahon does not want a cast member of the show to become champion, it said that it's merely behind-the-scenes chatter until uh, Cameron. It was behind. The, it was only behind-the-scenes chatter until Cameron mentioned it on Jericho's podcast. As far as the rule itself is concerned, most believe WWE officials don't want the Divas title to be confused uh, due to the several-month delay in Total Divas being taped and actually airing on television. As a matter of fact, I like. Something I saw was, like, a year behind. Like, they showed something from a year ago on Total Divas on Raw and said that that's the reason for it and shit. Probably the fucking Naomi thing. Yeah, it's like, they watch the episode and they remember what happened in their life all of a sudden. It's (laughs) like, shit, I remember that. I'm, I'm pissed about that right now. It's weird. Like, I get it, but it's dumb. So I mean... The show doesn't need help. <coughs> if we advertise it on a network, they talk about it every now and again. How much People are watching it. How much is that? It's only nine ninety nine a month. It's right? About nine ninety nine. About. Okay. About around exactly nine ninety nine or something. I think it's a good deal. Plus tax. <laughs> Your song is better. <coughs> Alright, this is our other GFW news, but it actually is TNA news. With TNA currently shopping around Impact with, in hopes of landing a new home for the show next year, it appears they've got some competition in Global Force Wrestling. According to the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, both TNA and GFW are negotiating with several of the same networks, including CMT, Country Music Television, WGN, I have no idea what that stands for, and Velocity, not to be confused with the former SmackDown B show which should make it like a deep show. Uh, te- seemingly, TNA has the upper hand since they're already an operational company with uh, roughly a million viewers per week. On the downside for both of them, general interest in new wrestling programming is limited since Spike isn't renewing Impact and that doesn't help leverage of any of them. 
Uh, another issue with TNA's TV negotiations is that most of the stations they're talking to don't air in Canada, which has always been a strong region for pro wrestling. And your boy, former WWE announcer Josh Matthews, has been working out of TNA headquarters in Nashville recently and noted on social media that he's working on a new YouTube program with TNA performer and horrible name, Rockstar Spud. Cool. The show, I'm with Spud, will be released on YouTube every Wednesday with Spud giving his thoughts on that night's Impact show. Regarding Josh Matthews' actual status of TNA, there's no word yet on what he'll make his TV debut. He was pretty funny in... Um do you ever watch the WWE web show where him and Road Dog The Vault? Oh yeah, The Vault was great. Was really, I watched every episode. Good on that. What happened to that? I don't know. They escaped, I think, right? I think so, but I would love to see an interaction between Puppet H and uh, COO Triple H. Yes. That would be awesome. <laughs> if they could somehow do that, that would be great. Or they should make it so, like, Stephanie is, I don't know, like, behind a curtain or off somewhere, and Puppet H is talking to her, and but she thinks it's really Triple H. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> like, uh, and, and, oh, Puppet H is a face? Yeah. So he, like, tries to set things up good for, like, say, uh, Dean Ambrose. <laughs> uh, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna put Randy Orton in a handicap match. Yes, against, Dean Ambrose. Uh, Dean Ambrose, uh, John Cena, and, uh... Damien Mizdow, because it's got to be something silly. It's <laughs> like, Hunter, are you... S- what? Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's what's best for business. Uh, I got to go. Uh, Hashtag best for business. Nine ninety nine. Bye-bye. <laughs> Just like that. How awesome would that be? All the king. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. Oh. TV it's man. the next logical step. Yeah. Best for business. Puppet H. <laughs> Puppet H is hashtag best for business. Yes. That's it for news. That's great. Great news. Got raw stuff. Yep. You got the raw notes? I do. I got some raw notes. So Triple H and Stephanie start raw. Sounds familiar. You know, it's kind of new, right? I don't know. They come out and um, the CM Punk chants start. Because, you know... They're in Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Which I didn't know until the CM Punk chance came. I was like, oh yeah, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie addressed addressed it, saying, uh, tell them how they're chanting for a quitter. Like, they they, uh, they understand why they would, because they're quitters themselves. Mm-hmm. Basically using it instead of just ignoring it, which is the worst thing you can do. Yeah. You ignore it, they're just going to keep going. If you acknowledge it, they're like, I have the attention now. Yeah, and then they'll just turn it into booze, which is good. Yeah, good plan. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's uh, cut short. Uh, Paul Heyman comes out, which should have happened last week. I, I guess he needed to gather, gather his... Uh, he, he was in disbelief still, trying to see if there was a good reason for him to go out there and address them. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make sure, because Paul Heyman is a shrewd businessman. That's right. And a damn good advocate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, authorities, the authority basically say they didn't have anything to do with uh, Seth Rollins doing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman was really getting in H's face. And... H backed him up. Yeah. Which I didn't like. I, I don't think H should have did that. He's a heel. Yeah, but... 
Brock can kill him. And he knows Brock can kill him. He should be selling the fact that Brock can kill him. It's a bad business decision because he'll be in the hospital. You can't see OO with a broken arm again. Didn't he break his arm twice? I think so. Third time's the charm. Yep. So there's that. I, I got that under good. This is bad. They basically take Jamie Noble's idea, which is awesome. Can we get some sledgehammers? <laughs> Why is that a bad idea? Triple H basically called him an idiot for having a good idea. Yeah. But I, I didn't understand that. And they made him look like a pussy, which I was not a fan of. That's fucking Jamie Noble. That's fucking Joey Mercury, who you could credit him with the Shield's work. Because mm. he helped them out big time. And he took one in the face hard. That fucking ladder? The super hard way. Oh. Busted open. That was so a legit good. that was a legit injury, people. Yeah. His face was beef caked. Yeah. Hashtag beef caked. <laughs> uh, so after that coming hot off the heels of last week's uh mishap with Cesaro and uh Ziggler as a triple threat match. Mm -hmm. uh, Cesaro versus the Miz versus the current IC champ. One Dolph Ziggler. Big good match as I remember it. It was a good match. Uh, Ziggler wins because uh, Cesaro took out Miz, and then like Ziggler super kicked uh, Cesaro out of the ring, covers the Miz for the three count. Mm -hmm. After that, um, I kind of had to give like a half okay, I guess, thing where Jamie Noble. Joey Mercury are looking for Dean Ambrose and Great Collie's there. <laughs> I like that. This so far, this has been Collie's best shit. Mm -hmm. When he's guarded the door with Heyman and his exchange with Jamie Noble, it's pretty dope. Yeah, because he, he, uh, he said he couldn't um, hear Jamie Noble. This is too short. Yeah, so he had to speak higher so it could reach up. him. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Um. I like the Wyatt video package. I uh, really like that vignette. It sounds like they're trying to give uh, Luke Harper a voice. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe know more about him because he has he has a good look. Mm -hmm. I like his in ring style. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be a lot of creepy stories. Agreed. I am looking forward to Luke Harper going out on his own. I know I said that. Um, what what I think they can do with him might be a bit limited based on the character, but I mean let's let's see where it goes before before we really condemn it. I but I as far as the video package, I mean and I tweeted it. I thought it was great. I mean it's it's obvious that you know he's going out on his own with Bray Wyatt's blessing. Yeah, what did he say? Uh, he he fills in the pieces of himself with pieces of you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> terrifying, <laughs> terrifying great. stuff. I and mean, then he clo he goes with uh, Peekaboo. You're doomed. Here's something you can relate to. Okay, you're sitting on the train. Mm -hmm. You're doing supercar. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you look up. There's a man. That is Luke Harper's description, staring right at you with that creepy look. You're getting off. Yeah. You're getting off on the next stop. You might yeah. not wait for a train to stop. <laughs> Yeah. He's got to keep doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sleeping with the lights on tonight. <laughs> so the Authority are pissed because Mercury and Noble still can't find them. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, if they don't find them, they are going to be fired. Oh, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> so then, uh, during this, the Miz and uh, Miz Dow go backstage. Mm-hmm. And Miz Dow is basically yelling what Miz would be saying, mm-hmm. but he doesn't say. And Triple H acknowledges it as if Miz was the one that was yelling those things. Because mm-hmm. he can't tell. He's like, Miz Dow's a clown or something. And he <laughs> laughed at him. He's like, how oh, you doing that thing? Making me laugh and shit. <laughs> I'm like, that's not nice. <laughs> he don't right. take him seriously. Puts Miz down in a match with Sheamus. It tells Miz, if he runs his mouth like that again, he's fucking fired. <laughs> uh, Layla versus Rosa Mendez was... Not memorable. I didn't like it. I thought it was shit. I don't remember why. Huh? I do remember it being that Tyson Kidd was acting even more like a woman. Because usually it's the woman that's got her face in the phone when there's a wrestling match on. Oh, yeah, Natalia and Tyson Kidd were at ringside, right? Yeah, yeah. That was great. I, just... I didn't get why she was so pissed that he wasn't watching the match. Who cares? Hold on. First, let me explain. All right. That entire match was to promote Tyson Kidd. Was it? Side uh, As a side note, it was to promote Total Divas. Because him playing with his phone or... Or basically not he's paying, not paying attention not paying, to on a TV show. Right, at the time. exactly. So that's what they're trying to get over. Plus, he... Isn't that spoilers for Total Divas? Now I know they're still having problems. No, because it, it promotes what was filmed months ago, which is about to air. But I'm watching it now. If and they're still pissed at each other, then in the TV show... Still I think they're not, because they're... Remember, they're going... They're aligning the current storyline in wrestling with the... Current storyline told Divas, which is but I know out. that's taped before though. You yeah, but you're not the average fan. Shit, I am not the average fan. You're smarter than the average bear. I have to be fair. It's not their fault. I'm yeah. sorry for them. Also, it promotes uh, it pushes Tyson Kidd as being that dick. Because that's what he's been doing down in NXT. Like, he'll come down to the ring. He doesn't even listen to his own music. He's got his headphones on. And To me, it just doesn't make any sense. It's not like it's his front in the match. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's supporting... He's not supporting his wife. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, in that I agree. Because that doesn't make any doesn't sense. Make but, any, yeah, you know, that's, that's the only thing. I understand what you're saying about getting mm-hmm. attention. It's like... Dude, it just doesn't make sense to me why. Who cares if you're watching yeah. it? If he watches you, it's fine. Yeah, but I think her point is, why did you even come out here if you're not even going to watch? At least he's not staring at other women fighting in the ring. Mm-hmm. He's playing with his phone. That's right. That, he's uh, playing Supercard. Probably. Shit. I gotta fu- find him and fuck him up. In he, might, he might actually be Tyson Kidd. Probably. The Tyson Kidd name you see... It's him. Seems I always wonder... He seems creative enough. I always wonder if there's a wrestler playing, like they have a character yeah. in there, uh-huh. but they use like somebody else's mm-hmm. name, like somebody using CM Punk. Dean Ambrose is back in the building. He's mm-hmm. got the briefcase, mm-hmm. and he's got like merch from the merch stands. Oh, this was great. <laughs> he's just... <laughs> what do you say? He's, he'll sell a Randy Orton shirt for a dollar or something <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. He said he'll sell a Seamus shirt for a quarter. That's the exact quote. Yeah. That was awesome. And while he's like giving out the merch, Jamie Noble and uh, Joey Mercury come out and he's like, 
They sent the cruiserweight division after me. <laughs> that was great. That oh, was no, so I, funny. Although I think Joey Mercury was too heavy for the cruiserweight division, technically. He still said it. Yeah, but you're right. And I hear you. And that was great. That was a, that was a mark-out moment. Dean Ambrose is fucking great. Everything he does is awesome. I like when uh, Seth Rollins got shot in the face with green stuff. <laughs> he does great, like, funny faces. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, like, Ambrose's facial expressions were perfect. Seth Rollins' reaction was perfect. Mm -hmm. And it cuts to the back later on where they, they're talking about Seth Rollins having stuff in his eyes. He's got to get it taken out. So Kane and Randy Orton got to team up. Mm -hmm. and they're like, why the hell do we have to team up? They're like, because it's what's best for business. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the case starts shaking. Huh. Yeah. And everybody's looking like, is that your phone? They're they all looking at Steph's like, it's not my phone. <laughs> He's like, Seth Rollins grabs the briefcase like, it's an electric razor. It just storms off. The way he delivered it was awesome. Someone someone online said that uh, Brie put her uh, vibrator in there and blamed it on Nikki. Nice. <laughs> the inspirational one, Bo Dallas. Had a match against that quitter, Mark Henry. A travesty occurred. A gross, dirty, nasty thing. The inspirational one, Bo Dallas, came out to the ring. What I'm about to tell you might shock you. Mark Henry came out and he was apologizing again. Mm -hmm. Which, we get it, you're sorry. You tapped out like a bitch. You tapped out. You tapped out. I mean, he put out the most offense against Rusev, mm -hmm. if you think about it. Like, he did more damage to Rusev physically than Swagger did. You would think he'd do the pass out thing first. Yeah. But he tapped. Which I thought was dumb. You should go out stronger than the last guy, right? Yeah. Anyway, so Bo Dallas comes out, runs him down about, you know... He shouldn't have to apologize to the people. He should apologize to himself because he let himself down. Mm -hmm. Some shit like that. Mark Henry's all like, I'm going to fuck you up and shit. I thought this was going to be a squash. Mm -hmm. But Bo Dallas triumphed. And the running bulldog... The running bulldog. <laughs> the running bulldog... Slayed the giant that is Mark Henry. All you he have took to do, him down. All you have to do is believe. The momentum of belief mm -hmm. made the gravity so heavy for Mark Henry. He just—it's almost like he hit the concrete, mm -hmm. and he was out. Was I was good. celebrating. I was happy. I was, I was inspired. I was inspired to do shit. It's like, fuck! I can do anything. Because if, if he can believe and that happens, maybe I can believe too. All of a sudden, he's talking to Renee Young, our hero. Mm -hmm. And he's attacked, viciously attacked, from behind, mind you, by Mark Henry. He's a coward. He's a coward. And he slammed the case into him. He tried to end Bo Dallas' career. He did. He almost had his life taken. Mark Henry is a coward and a quitter. And there's nothing worse than either of those. God and he's an attempted murderer. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. If you can't beat him, end his career. Hey, where was all that ferocity against Rusev? Seriously. Huh? 
You're just a fucking bully. Shit. That you know what? This is not for shit. The S is for shame. <laughs> shame on you, Mark Henry. Shame on you. Wagging the finger. <laughs> He's wagging the finger. I see it. Damn shame. Damn. Damn. I was going to say that. Dust Brothers say some wacky shit. Mm-hmm. So, Nikki sets up a handicap match on Bree. So you're thinking, well, I guess the same thing that happened to Bree mm-hmm. is, gonna happen, is what happened to Nikki. She's going to get beat up. Nope. Apparently, Bree's better than Nikki and can handle triple threat matches. But, in Nikki's defense, it was even Marie and Cameron. So, yeah, they're not exactly... I guess if Alicia Fox was there... Be a different story. Matadors versus Titus O'Neil and Heath Slater, aka Slater Gator. They had Hornswoggle dressed like an alligator. Now wait, is that supposed to be Hornswoggle dressed as an alligator, or is that supposed to be an, an alligator, alligator that ate, ate Hornswoggle? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not confused. sure. I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't think of that. You did during SmackDown. I did because one is silly. And one is potentially scary. And I'm not sure which is which. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. I actually... At first I put S for shit, but I I had to extend it into serves its purpose. Yeah. There's something for everyone, and there's a person, there's a group of people out there who love shit like that. And you gotta cater to them. It's only fair. There's gotta be something for everyone. I gotta say, as far as... Because, wait, did, did the bunny get involved there? Yeah, he had a splash on Slater after. I didn't... I don't know if I like the bunny anymore. Actually, that turned me around a bit. I'm like... Like, I don't like Adam Rose. But, I'm sorry, I don't like the bunny. But he's gotta get rid of the fucking costume. And we gotta see somebody underneath it already. But, I remember tweeting... That the WWE is starting to look more like the WWF. Yeah. All these fucking animals. You got the gator, you got the bull, you got fucking bunny. It's annoying. What's the next animal? Batista. <laughs> Please don't. Get it? Because yeah. he's the animal? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, on the, they were doing, um, this is related to Batista only. Actually. I might have to add it up. Um, there was, um, WWE Countdown this week on WWE Network for only $9.99 a month, uh, was doing, uh, biggest blunders in wrestling history. <coughs> of course, you have the Shockmaster, and you have everything Sid Vicious says, and you had everything Scott Steiner says, which is all great. And there was sort of a... What about uh, what Booker T says? No, they didn't have Booker T. Oh, I wonder why. Nope. Might no not Booker be T. very PG. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I think the infamous Harlem Heat promo on Hulk Hogan. Anyway, anyway. Let's just say Booker T got two streets for a second. He did. Anyway, so before we get too off track, one of the blunders that they showed, and I think it was just in promotion of the blunder show, was Batista was, like, they showed Batista warming up backstage, then a fan runs in front of him, he's like, yeah, and he does the gun thing like Batista does, then he runs off, and you see Batista look confused, and, like, a second later, cops come after him. <laughs> and I remember seeing that live, I guess it was on Raw or something. Did we think that was set up? 
I think we did, because, like, I couldn't tell. That was real? I think so. Or at least that's the impression I got from the show. Dude, anything can happen in WWE. Dude, that could be us. I got, we gotta do that fantasy camp thing. <laughs> oh, I wanna jump on the bouncy ring. <laughs> okay, good, great. Sidetrack over. Uh, so next is a Rusev, Lana, and Big Show segment. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, the same bullshit. Uh, big Baby Rusev's pissed because mm-hmm. Big Show's American. Uh, Lana's hot. Nice dresses. Mm-hmm. He chucks him out of the ring a couple times and tears down the Russian flag, which apparently causes a big to do right because you know some you know people take pride in their countries i guess you know i'll t- i'll talk about that when we get to smackdown i have something i gotta say about that okay john cena's interviewed by renee young and uh he's basically talking about how he wants rollins and all of a sudden ambrose is there <laughs> that was great and cena feels like he's being interrupted but it's like Arrow's like, go ahead. He's here. <laughs> he should have said, now I'm just waiting for my girlfriend. I, I guess that was good because Ambrose was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an AJ Lee versus Alicia Fox. I Third Divas I, match. Yeah, I like to see Alicia Fox. Well, she's, I, I've always thought she was she was a, a good wrestler. Her really long legs definitely help her a lot. Um, she's got... She's a character. Yeah. She's a character for sure. She She's the... I think she's the better actress... Performer, mm-hmm. then in the page AJ, they're not that great of performers. I think she's a good performer. Oh, AJ is. Sometimes it looks like she's putting it on thick. Yeah, recently. Yeah, it's like uh, okay. Yeah, Phil, Phil's got a teacher to tone down a bit. Does Seamus versus Damian Mizdow? I really didn't give a shit. I don't remember it. So um, I think there's a bro kick somewhere. <laughs> um, I got. The next one I might get some heat for is Hulk Hogan. I had to put it under B for bad, but it's for a good cause. Next. I would have put it under S for shilling, because anytime they want to shill something, come on, Hogan. He's really, like, he is definitely a shadow of his former self. If during the Hulkamania days you told me this was the future of Hulk Hogan, Hmm. I'm like, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> you're a fucking liar. Get out of my face. We're never speaking. I would never believe you. Not for nothing. Even when, even when um, they brought back the NWO and he had the match with The Rock and everything, he wasn't chilling like this. No, this is just sad. But he, you know, he's just the WWE's ambassador now as opposed he, to He's their infomercial. He's a billboard now. He's their Don West. Why don't they just get an electronic sign of... Billy Mays. The Billy Mays of the WWE. Yep. Hulk Hogan here, brothers. <laughs> and I just want to talk to you about Breast Cancer Awareness Month, brother. That's basically the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Call now. Hashtag save the boobies. He could do the telephone. Save the twins. Hashtag save the twins. Ah, Bella's Usos. I don't give a fuck about any of them, really. Yeah, fuck them. Save the titties. Losing my voice here. Shit. Dean Ambrose, John Cena versus, you know... Yep, seen it. Fucking, they won by DQ. Curb stomps into briefcase for each guy. 
Kiel's mug for the cameras. That's raw. It's pretty raw, like. Yeah. It's more of the same shit. Uh, I really didn't do anything to sell the pay-per-view. I know it's early, but I feel like every show should be trying to sell the pay-per-view. They haven't even announced any matches yet. Exactly. When is Hell in a Cell? That's, I, I don't even know. No one knows. That's why they're not mentioning anything about it. Because they, they don't want you to be like, oh, it's like three weeks from now. I think it is. We're about due for another special event. Yeah. They're not building anything. I think they put five weeks in between um, Hell in a Cell. No, it was five weeks between uh, SummerSlam and Hell in a Cell. Well, it's obviously going to... There's going to be a Hell in a Cell involving Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Or Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Cena. Maybe a triple threat. Hell in a Cell was last week, so... Got three weeks. You say Hell in a Cell was last week? I told you. I didn't take my game called Biloba. I was just making sure I heard right. You did hear right. Okay. You probably heard right. What the fuck was it? Nine of Champions. Knock. Knock. Nine of Champions was last week. So, theoretically, we got three weeks. Two weeks from now. Two weeks? Three weeks. We should know something. Know. There's a ball. Someone's dropping it. <sighs> Alright, I think we both have SmackDown notes. I'm going to start with shit. The SmackDown started with shit. As in, same old shit that I've heard from Cena in the past. And he rehashed the speech, uh, insert name here, has to go through me. Uh, He's talking about Rollins trying to come up and everything. Yeah, it's one of his weaker... Basically what he said, if anybody out there saw the Michael Cole interview, it's the same stuff, mm-hmm. pretty much. Now, I didn't write something on every, um, about every segment, because not every segment mattered. I yeah. didn't give a shit about every segment. This is shit that I, uh... Well, I only did that because you didn't watch Raw since Monday, so I figured it'll help you, it'll jog your memory a little bit. Thank you. Since we just watched SmackDown, you know. I didn't take my Kinko Biloba. Alright, so, I'm gonna start with bad, and I'm gonna talk, uh, well, I already did shit, but next up is bad. And I'm gonna uh, start with Big Show's apology. And I wanna say something about that. Okay. I, ha- I have that on the bed. But... It's not so much that his apology was bad, because he did specify that he's apologizing to, for accidentally offending the Russian people, but he flat out said that insulting Rusev Ilana was not an accident. So that I liked. He specified. Normally it would just be a blanket thing, normally he would be a little humbled, and then get his ass kicked like they did. But, what I had an issue with, obviously WWE wrote the segment. Right? Yeah, of course. Well, so, someone, even Vince, approved of Big Show ripping down the flag. The Russian flag. True. Then, the day after it airs, Tuesday, or the day after it happened, on Tuesday, WWE issues an apology to the Russian people for Big Show's actions. Now, I gotta think to myself here, I gotta think that it was done for publicity. They, they did it to get a shock, and they apologized. Yeah. I don't like that. That's fucked up. It's That's cheap. That's yeah. cheap. It's That's like, here's what we're going to do, guys. Mm-hmm. This will definitely get us some attention. Yeah. Just fucking do it. We'll just say we're sorry afterwards. So yeah. attention to it. Yet, JBL, when they were in Germany, this is years ago, by the way. Years ago. I'm going to have to look that. back, but it's on the internet. 
Yeah, JVL uh, was still wrestling at the time. So working as a heel, of course. I don't remember who he was working against, but he gives the Zeke Heil sign, which apparently is illegal in Germany. And he got he got fined and shit and everything. And there was also something that Chris happened Jericho. Jericho Brazil, in Brazil. I think. Yep. Yeah, he, he threw the Brazilian flag. They're going to kill him. Right. Now, so that happens, and they get fined and shit. This happens, and it's intentional. Sanctioned. It's sanctioned, and they apologize. I, fuck it. I say fuck it. Don't insult our intelligence like that. Yeah. It's pretty blatant that you're just trying to get publicity. It's uh, super obvious. Um, Is that what you're saying about that thing? Because I had stuff on that segment that I thought... Well, I agree with you in that. I didn't like Rusev walking away because Rusev still had the weapon in his hand after he had the upper Big Show hand. with the flag. He had the upper hand. Like, yeah, but Big Show looked like he was showing up, you know? Yeah. Walking up. But I... Should, it made him look really scared, though, right? Yeah. Like he should have at least tried. He could maybe show could uh, maybe they didn't want him to no sell a flag hit. But then don't have him no sell it. It's uh, stupid. For some reason, that made me think that I just kept looking at Rusev, and when he started to speak English, mm-hmm. all of this that they're doing, the way they're building him up, is a waste. Mm-hmm. Because right now, the gimmick is young. But you can go but so far with it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to get boring. Then what's next for Rusev? I don't see him being anything but a guy who says funny things in English. Because what he talks is just really funny. Yeah. Like, I'm imagining him saying all this funny shit. <laughs> I just want to hear him say funny things. I have a feeling he's just going to become another joke character. He'll be dancing with Santino in no time. It'll be great. Well, at least relatively short term. And they got to put him in a diaper. <laughs> at least relatively short term. They want to, they want to, um, at least rumor has it, they want to work him against uh, Sheamus and give Russo the U.S. title. I think they got to do it sooner than later. Because well, it's wearing off on It's going to happen right after the show blow off. Okay. Uh, I think it's the, I don't know what it is about him. I just, poor guy. Looks like a baby. Then under good, I have Paige and everything she does, including wearing JBL's hat. That was great. It's great her looking scared back there and everything. And then about the main event, under good, I have the way Cena is on the apron working the crowd, which I pointed that out to you. I've noticed it for a few weeks, but it's fantastic. It's like it's like he's working an indie show and trying to get everyone behind him. And, like, he'll point to someone wearing a Cena shirt. Like he, it looks like he's actually making eye contact with people. Yeah. And he's really trying to rally them. It's so, it's so over-the-top and cartoonish. It's ridiculous. I'm a 31-year-old man. If I'm sitting there at ringside <laughs> or anywhere in the crowd, and all of a sudden, John Cena points in my direction, mm. I'm walking the fuck out. <laughs> he saw me. <laughs> I exist! <laughs> Shit. I'm going to have to buy me a bright red John Cena shirt to go. make sure he sees me. Bright pink John Cena shirt now. Yeah. For B-Call. And I'm month. saving the twins. Save the twins. I'm saving boobies. Mm-hmm. And I'm being noticed. It's if they wrote a book on wrestling, John Cena would have to do the chapter 
on being a good tag team partner. Still a horrible friend, though. Terrible friend, good tag team partner. That's fucking weird. Under bad, I have... Uh, this is the last shit. I have I have two things. I didn't write one of them. Tell me one of them is the ending of that fucking match. One of them is, but before we get to that, I mean, it's still the ending. Oh, but this is great. All right. I'm still shaking my head. It so, all right. so Rollins is like starting to come down the ramp as Ambrose is about to make the hot tag to Cena. And Cena's... Cena's he was chomping at the bits to get in. Yeah. You could feel it. Yeah. So Cena sees Ambrose like a foot away from his hand and he jumps down and goes to attack Rollins and runs to the back. One would think. Now wait. There, there's, I should actually probably move this to shit because then Kane and Orton two team, uh, tag team, two men what the fuck word Double am I thinking? Team. Double team, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went through everything. <laughs> You would have landed on it eventually. That's the last logical choice. Uh, so eventually, Kane and Orton double team uh, Ambrose for like a second. Kane comes in, comes into the match, and just gets a kick. Ref, instant DQ. I don't know why. What the fuck? I don't know. It's a tag team match. It's well, not like he was breaking a rule and he was counting like seven or something. I don't know what it was. It, it was dumb. Then, and then Cena runs him in the head? And then Cena runs out, heels flee. And so it's Cena and Ambrose in the ring. And out comes Rollins, who Cena just chased to the back that we think we thought we th- we thought that Cena got his hands on him, but his, his tie is all straight is it's like nothing fucking happened. It's like, they, they ran to the back, and it's like, oh cool, let's sit and watch the monitors for a few minutes. Yeah, or if, if you want to make it more realistic, it makes Cena look even dumber. Seth Rollins turned a corner. Yeah. And he hit him in a little alcove. While John Cena went past, not even that far, it's like, fucking tired. Let me take a break. A little bit. And then it just goes right back out. But he waits. At least look like you... I don't think you would be able to make it back in time, Rollins, to... It doesn't make sense. It's stupid. This, this goes to prove what you said. Vince doesn't watch SmackDown. No, he doesn't. I don't think he thinks SmackDown's a show. <laughs> He's like, it's still on. Maybe they tell him it's not on anymore, so that's why he really doesn't care about it. Thinks Tuesday's a house show. They use SmackDown to experiment. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Vince isn't going to watch this shit. What are you guys always doing on Tuesdays? Are they testing Vince? I think so. <laughs> Maybe that's when he sleeps. Disqualification? What the fuck? It was stupid. Uh, John Cena's a bad friend. Weird week for wrestling. Why do people keep tagging with him? He's such a lousy friend. Because he's a great tag team partner. That's right! <laughs> we just finished... What a power. I, I gotta say, he is fucking entertaining to watch. As a tag partner. The only reason people tag with John Cena is he's a great tag team partner, but he is not showing up to your birthday party. Nope. Like, you'll send him the invitation. He's going to RSVP that he's coming. Doesn't show up. Nope. Bad friend. Although, we did notice that um, Adam Rose... Yes! I'm so glad that you remember that, because I put my notes down. I know. I think I said it first, but you were, th- you, you were also thinking it. You said... That his jacket, that that green jacket that he was wearing with the green fucking 
Not feathers. Whatever. It's fun. like a fur. Fur. Green faux fur. Yeah, faux fur. Faux fur. Faux fur. Because it's not real fur. Green fur faux fur. Anyway, we thought it was like uh, Jomo. Yeah. Jomo jacket. Yeah, I'm pretty sure John Morrison had the same jacket. Somebody threw Jomo's jacket in with the Usos shirts, and it got the green on it. Yep. Because he wouldn't wear that kind of green. Oh, I think he has worn that kind of green. <laughs> I think Adam Rose... Adam Rose. ...is this generation's godfather. He's like the PG godfather. The PG and, and the Rose Buds are like his version of the hoe train, mm-hmm. but he's got hoes for both sides of the fence. Guess so. He's an equal opportunity godfather with a bunny. That's for the freaks. Furries. He's covering furries, too. Although, if he comes out, like, if he says that, yeah, if he comes out and compares himself to the Godfather and and admits that that's his hoe train, that's what the party bus is all about, fucking orgies and shit. That might be cool. They'll never go that way, though. No. Maybe he's a gimmick that would have worked in the Attitude Era. Or he said, he could feud with the Godfather, because he's got a bus. So he could like hustle it on his territory because mm-hmm. it's mobile. Yep. Yeah. Adam Rose. You have to say it like that. Adam Rose. I don't want to say it like that. I'm not going to say it like that. That's how he talks. That's your thing. That's his thing. But you do it his way because it's your thing. I guess so because I don't like Adam Rose. You were never a rosebud. No. I was at one point a rosebud. You were. I won't let you forget it. That's okay. We were John Cena, Marks. We were Doctor of Thugonomics, Marks. I don't know, dude. If he pointed at you, you'd mark out. If he if he's out out on the apron, fuck yeah. He just made me a part of the show. Yeah, I'd mark out. <laughs> I told you. Because he, he's so energetic. We'd run out and get the arm, man. He's a fucking... He gave you energy. He's a cartoon. He's a shot of Red Bull. He's a cartoon character out there. Well, I guess that's it for this week of wrestling. So, uh, check out our Twitter, check out our Facebook, check out, we have something else. I don't remember. Twitter and Facebook, Basement Bookers. Um, listen to us on Stitcher or iTunes. You can also review us on both Basement Bookers. You can find Jerry at Basement Jer on Twitter, or you can find me at Rich the Riz on Twitter. Also, in WWE, Supercard. Follow the Booker!